Hi, Dan. Hi, Lo. It's always on a Sunday. It is indeed. Season 2, Episode 11. Denpo. Yes. There's this guy who's on Instagram and he does these TikTok dances. His name is Ed Nava, N-A-V-A, and he's actually a model in real life. And he also is a male, a male stylist or a men's stylist at a store. Um, but he does these dances and I think he's kind of cute. He looks like he might be about your age. Do you want to see him dance? Not really, because you just said he's a model. Well, he is, but look at him. Look how cute he is. Look I at him. Think he's dancing the cool thing. Hey, how you gonna do it if you really don't want to dance? How cute he is. Honey, I think he can do those moves. Oh, wow. Maybe you are mistaken, because I have done those moves. <laughs> yeah, you can do this. I have done those moves, but only laying down. <laughs> I think you could try it standing up, honey. Did you see how he kind of shuffles and he oh, look how I he moves see him his hips? His and, hips yeah. and his knees. Yeah, well, okay. I think you could try it. Ed standing Nava. Up. So I just would like to boycott any further displays of TikTok anything. Why, honey? I'm completely opposed to TikTok. Look, I am too, but he does TikTok, but actually this dance he's doing on Instagram. But yeah, because I mean, TikTok's partially owned by the Chinese government, so yeah. As is every company in China is partially owned or half owned by the Chinese government, so that's real. Oh, look at, I thought maybe we weren't recording, but we actually are. Okay, well, <laughs> so I guess we better keep it clean. We better keep it clean. No more talk about horizontal dancing. <laughs> Okay. So you look like you're growing a beard. Is this on purpose? Uh, no, it's somewhat by accident. I shaved uh, one day this week. I think it was Wednesday. Yeah. You kind of look cute, Denbo, with a little beardage going on. Well, so... You look could, like modern. I look modern? Yeah, you look like... You know how all these guys now go around, they kind of all have like the little scruff beard going on, these young guys? That's what yeah. you look like. You okay. look super cute. Well, it'll be shaved off tomorrow, no question. Why? Because you're teaching a class? I'm teaching a class. I'll be on camera. I don't want any stray hairs or any clusters of hairs to be distracting the people who are looking at me on screen. Well, you know, that's a true story because your cardiologist was on the news. He did a news segment. He oh, did yeah. something to do something to do about he was speaking about anticoagulants and something else, and he was featured on the local news. Yes. And I was so distracted because he had, like, a scruffy beard going, and every time we've seen him in person, he's clean-shaven. Yes. So I can see how that would be a problem for yeah. you as well. Yeah. I don't want to affect the brand. I mean, my face on virtual classes is on display for four hours, when we take a 15-minute break. Yeah, but with your beard, they're going to think you're, like, super cute. It'll be distracting. It'll be distracting, yeah. I love it. Well, I'm glad you love it. I always liked facial hair. 
1991, I had a chance to go 10 days without shaving, and it just looked like I had a dirty face. Really? <laughs> yeah. I've got a <laughs> picture of You mean you've never, somewhere. like, grown a full-in beard? A full never. In... Really? Never. Does your hair just, like, stop growing after a certain point? I don't think so. I shave every day, whether I need to or not. And... Um... But what if you, like, stopped shaving altogether? Do you think it would actually grow into, like, a four-inch beard? Well, I'm I'm thinking it would be very scruffy because for some time when it does grow out for just a few days, it begins to get patchy. And I don't want a beard that's patchy. I want a fierce beard if I'm going to have one. And I don't have enough hair for a fierce beard. I've got just enough beard to be an annoyance. Interesting. Yeah. I think you should try growing it out sometime. Well, I think but it all would have to be between the classes. Like maybe when you have after this class is over and you've got like a month six or weeks. so off. Yeah, six weeks off. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you could go like for six weeks and just see how it is. No, yeah, we could try. It's cute. Well, I'm glad it turns you on. <laughs> It's just I'll a different to, look, honey. I'll have to add that to my... Add that to your dancing. <laughs> yeah, my horizontal dancing. <laughs> you're funny, Dumbo. Well, thank you. I think you're pretty adorable yourself. So what is going on this week? What has been making us laugh? Well, there's a mythical place that has a certain bizarre set of characters a bizarre named place mm-hmm. it's the what is that a sitcom it's a sitcom yeah, yeah Shits creek yes and it's spelled s-c-h-i-t-t-s yeah and it has all kinds of crazy characters it's very canadian mm-hmm. and uh it was put out by the CBC, and it ran for five years, from 2015 to 2020, and it stars Dan Levy and his dad, Eugene. Yeah. And it also has Annie Murphy and Catherine O'Hara, well, and it also has Sarah Levy, Dan Levy's sister, yep. and Chris Elliott. Well, Chris Elliott is the lone American that I can find in the cast. The rest of them are all Canadians, and... Is they're just all crazy. I it's mean, funny, funny every show. one of them is crazy. Yeah, and I love the premise of it. Well, the the I love the mayor's name. Roland Shit. Yeah, the town's named after the mayor. Yeah, after his family. After his family. And the first episode is about the maybe the it's the second episode is about the huge billboard outside of town that shows a character who looks a lot like the mayor. Again, it's Chris Elliott playing the role. Um, banging uh, a woman that's supposed to be his grandmother. No! no that's no. not what the billboard is at all. Well, it look It's supposed to be the founder of the town yes. and his sister but it looks like it could be his wife because she's bent over the creek and he's standing behind her and kind of like doing the cowboy thing yeah well, and, but her skirt is down but it kind of looks like yeah it's it doesn't very look suggestive, good yeah. yeah 
But I mean, it's hilarious. And so the mayor, Roland Shet, decides, well, maybe <laughs> that is a little too weird and suggestive. I'll just clarify that bulletin, you know, that board. And so he puts up a sign that says it's his sister, not yeah. his wife. Yeah. Well, and so it's <laughs> filled with all these little subtle humor things. Uh, for example, the mayor and his wife just had a new child. Now, they've already got a child that's well into his 20s. And his so, name's Mutt. Mutt, yeah, believe it or not. Mutt Shet. Mutt Shet. And um, so they have this new infant that they named after the Catherine O'Hara character, who's Mora. So his new infant's name is Roland Morissette. <laughs> that is funny. Well, it's it's pretty crazy. And it is. It's uh, a cute show. Dan Levy is absolutely hilarious. Oh, um, yeah. He's His so expressions, good. he's so uptight. I've never seen a character depicted as so tightly wound yeah, and he is just hilarious. They're all good. They're all great. And they all have their own separate storylines going. And it's super fun. So if anybody has access to Hulu, it's definitely a must-see if you haven't seen it. On, we, I, I watched a couple episodes on the CBC during the last season, but it was too late. You know, we had to catch up and see it from the beginning. So I'm so glad it went over to Hulu. You're yawning. Sorry. <laughs> what is wrong with you? It's Sunday night, Tenbo. It's... Chat time. Oh, it's chat time. It's I chat forgot. Time. It was time for so chat. You know what? Take a deep breath so you're not yawning so much. <sighs> <sighs> Wait <laughs> a minute. Then... People think we're having sex. No. People aren't going to think that. Well, that's Deadpool. the sound you make when you... Deadpool? <laughs> what are you doing right now? Taking a deep being breath. Strange. I'm being taking strange. a deep breath. You're being strange. It's a hopeful breath. You're being kind of crazy like rolling shit. Because he talks was, that way. He's very explicit and crass. I don't oh, care yeah. for that. Oh, well. Get over it. I like the way Eugene <laughs> Levy is and Catherine O'Hara, how they're more, you know. Well, Catherine O'Hara is, she's just crazy. Yeah, but she's they speak well. No, she speaks with affectation all the time. I have an aunt that used to speak with an affect. She's very dramatic. A great aunt. And when she would tell stories, she would, you know, make her eyes really big, blue eyes. And she was a very thin person. And um, she always spoke, you know, very sincerely with integrity. There's no doubt about it. But the way she pronounced her words was very intentional. And did she move her lips a lot to make sure that you saw her teeth? <laughs> I don't know about that. That's what you were just doing. <laughs> And it reminded me of one of the ads on TV. This uh, Gardner White president is the woman that I think is the daughter of one of the founders. And when she first took the job, she barely moved her lips when she talked in the commercials. So it's pretty obvious she's been getting some coaching because over the last couple of years as she's you know taking the helm and doing all the promos, not quite all the promos, but most of them. She's speaking so that you always see her teeth and her lips are moving so you can see exactly what words she is saying. 
<laughs> you know, something happens, I think, when you age that your face starts to lose some, you know, like it starts to, to droop, you know, at least for women, I think our faces start to droop over time. And if we're not smiling, people think that we're looking mean and nasty on purpose and we're not. Our, our resting face is just not attractive like it was when we were younger. Is that what they call RBF? Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> exactly. Well, so I've I think noticed that. As, we're, as we age, you know, like I've noticed myself like at work, I purposely smile you know so that all of this is lifted i can hear that from time to time when i'm walking down the hall and you're on a call and i'm on a video call and a vir- i hear the yeah. smile because i'm i'm on camera so mm-hmm. i have to be like this because all this has to come through because if i'm just like this it just looks like i'm mad which yeah. i'm not mad I'm just trying to relax my face but by relaxing my face i don't look like a happy person i don't want to look unhappy so I will smile and enunciate. And will you move your lips speak, around your teeth? <laughs> and speak with an <laughs> affect. Oh, Lois. <laughs> Certainly you are not going to do that every time you talk on camera without affect. <laughs> I think we need to. I think that's what Mora shit does. And that's what I'm going to do. Actually, her name is Maura Rose. Maura Rose, that's right. Her na- her last name isn't shit. Her last name is Rose. If my last name was shit, I would freaking change my name. Yeah. Um, I know somebody that changed their name because their last name was Raper. That's not good. Yeah, it's not good. So they changed it to Roper. That'd be okay. Which is what a Raper was in the English tradition. But uh, they... Oh, a raper was a roper. Somebody a person that... who made rope. Oh, okay. But um, obviously in uh, Puritan times, somewhere along the way, we confused the rope maker with the rapist, and it's just not good. I don't like it. Yeah, I, don't I don't either. I like that word. And I know somebody who had a very ethnic name in Chicagoland that changed their name to their original family name, which was um, obviously of Middle Eastern heritage. But they went back to what was the original name because the made-up name when they emigrated to this country just kind of got under their skin. People mispronounced it, so they just went back to the original name, even his first name. Well, the names were changed at Ellis Island when people came through Ellis Island. Often, yes. It's not that the people coming in were necessarily changing their name. They were stating their name, and then whatever they wrote down in the ledger is what became their legal name. Yeah, I know. That happened to my grandmother. Her name was Amelia, and they wrote down Emily. Mm-hmm. And so she was Emily, Americanized from Amelia, first name. But it's just weird. Well, both names are beautiful. Yeah. But... You know, who would want to have their name changed by accident? I don't know. But, you know, it's kind of like the way you you say different country names, like Germany is to the to the Germans. We don't they don't they don't call their country Germany. They call it Deutschland. Right. But why don't the rest of us call it Deutschland, which is what it is? Why do we have to change it to something else? It's kind of weird that we can't. And I think that's part of some of that implicit bias that goes on. Right. That we just don't want to call people what they want to be called we don't want to call countries what they call themselves it's kind of weird 
you know. Well, it goes back to some of this colonialism that took place in past centuries. And it's important for us to think about respecting people right. for who they are. They're all individuals. They're If they're from a region, doesn't necessarily mean they are of the same people. And all of these things that we used in the past to divide ourselves from each other, you know, how do we tell that somebody's not from our tribe is what's the origin of that. But I try my best to not repeat stories, but I think I have told the story about the day that I know we will have equality is when we can answer the census by checking the box that says, what race are you? Human. Mm-hmm. We are all one race. Right. Well, I prefer to refer to us as earthlings. I like that because I know that there's life on other planets and someday we're going to get more awareness of that. And we're going to refer to ourselves as earthlings. Speaking of life on other planets, have you ever seen a UFO? I don't think so. I have. And? You want to hear the story? Sure. Do you think I can go get my cup of Metamucil first? (laughs) (laughs) Sure. I feel like it's going to be a long story. It's not that long, but you should put a pause on this and we'll come back and tell that story. I'm going to go mix up my Metamucil and I'll be right back. I'll be right right, here. How do you put this thing on pause? Hold on a second. I lost track of our application here our podcast app all right hold on denbo all that talk about schitt's creek reminded me that i need to take my fiber supplement (laughs) (laughs) well it's so yummy i actually look forward to it it is kind of flavorful it's i think of it as a better flavor than tang Yeah, but it's kind of in that family, the orange. It is kind of. I like the premium blend because it's got stevia in it. Well, you know. I like stevia. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. I like stevia. Well, I was just thinking of, you know, my favorite. Don't make me laugh while I'm trying to drink this. I'll go (laughs) blow it all over you. Oh, I thought that was my line. (laughs) Denbo. What? I think you were going to tell us a story about a UFO. Oh, yeah. Well, I was just reflecting with some humor upon my favorite flavor of tang. Oh. There's only one flavor of tang. Orange. Well, no, there's another flavor. What? Poon <laughs> <laughs> tang. Oh, stop. That's so nasty. You're really in a bad mood today. I'm in a good naughty mood. mood. Naughty mood. Naughty mood. Naughty-ish. Yeah. yeah, well, it just... <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help but the old jokes. That was such an easy one, too. Just I, come back. I couldn't get... <laughs> this is why I say we're unsupervised. Like, where is the adult in this household? I can't... Non-existent. How many times do I have to tell you I can't be managed? And that means I can't be supervised, either. Oh. I'll put down my tools and quit. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> don't make me laugh while I'm drinking this. I'm not going to drink I'm it. I'm so and you sorry. Know, if this thing gets too thick, it's hard to swallow. Oh, I know. So, <laughs> all right, tell your UFO story. You'll be serious. Okay. So, 
This would be in the very early 70s, like 72, maybe maybe 70, 72, 1972 or 73 at the latest. At the height of the whole UFO. Pa- oh my God, did we get a freaking text yep, message? Yep, it was. Oh, JoJo's letting us know that they got home. Okay, so. That's good. You want me to stop this story? Yeah, let's just stop for a second so I can tell him that I, okay. we got his message. Hold on. Okay, we're back. So this is the story of you with a UFO sighting. Yeah. Um, living in Midland and driving to East Tawas, the most expeditious route was often to go through West Branch from Midland and then cut across M55 to Tawas, where my folks lived at the time. And... Um, My first wife and I had this propensity for going on late Friday night after we were both out of work. Or if I had to work on Saturday, sometimes we'd go late on Saturday night. And this particular night, heading across M55, um, in the vicinity of the um, getting closer to Tawas, we both noticed this bright light that was seemingly hovering over a tree line and shining its light down into the trees. And you could see the branches. And so this was of great interest. I thought perhaps it was a helicopter. So we stopped the car, rolled the windows down, even though it was winterish, it was silent. And so it then proceeded to move around like ways that I've never seen an aircraft move, helicopter or otherwise. And for about five minutes, we watched this thing, whatever it was. The lights would occasionally blink, but mostly it was this big, huge spotlight shining down to the ground. And... Again, no sound. And then all of a sudden, it started going off to the north. And I thought, well, maybe this is something to do with the Air Force. So as soon as we got to my folks' house in East Tawas, I told my family about it and called the Air Force. They were located. The base was there, right? The base was in Oscoda. My dad knew who to call because he was responsible for the phone company workers up there. And reported what we had seen and where it was. And they said, well, they didn't have any radar activity and that they had no other reports. So they said they just make note of it and keep their eyes open. So nothing more came of it. But... I absolutely was uh, susceptible to believing that there were UFOs because there were a number of reports in the 60s, and this was not too far removed from when the reports were so prevalent. And so I just took opportunity to make the report and put it in the bank as I had never seen or heard one personally until that day. Wow, that is super interesting. Well, 
I haven't had another encounter since, but the reports in the news lately say that professional pilots are making numerous reports of unidentified flying objects, though they have another name for them now. Drones. Extraterrestrial or... No, I yeah. think I think an unidentified flying object is that, is exactly that. It doesn't mean that it's from a different planet or anything like that. It just means that it's a flying object that's unidentified. So I believe your story 110% that you saw an unidentified flying object. But somebody was managing that object and somebody was doing something. I don't believe that it was extraterrestrial. That That's where oh, I'll okay. say. Well, and there's no evidence. I don't that, know. That, yeah. And there's no evidence that it was extraterrestrial. No, there's... Uh... You know, always been the possibility in the back of my mind that it was the Air Force, and they're certainly not, if they're operating it, they're certainly not going to acknowledge it for national defense reasons. But also, and you did mention early on in your story that, you know, you thought at first it probably, or it could have been a helicopter, but you didn't hear any sound. But perhaps, depending on how the wind was blowing, maybe it was a helicopter and you couldn't, and the sound wasn't coming your way. I don't know. Well, sound generally travels. It radiates out from its source. Weather does affect it. The conditions of what are the materials that it is reflecting off of or being absorbed by also have an impact on it. But sound basically radiates and if it was a helicopter without a really good muffler, it would make a sound that I could hear. This was across a farm field that was probably a quarter section. So it was maybe a quarter mile away to a half mile away at most. Mm -hmm. And the fact that it was seeming to hover and then making movements that were so sudden and jerky, not like an aircraft, uh, a fixed wing aircraft would be straight. And but you know, like the, the spotlight on a helicopter does make us, does make those jerky moves. It's not smooth. You it know, it wasn't like, for it wasn't like something stationary or airborne oh. was moving a light. It was the whole thing was moving. I see. And the light was staying constant, pointing down towards the ground. All right. Well, I love your conviction to the story. Well, it's a story I've been telling since 1972, so I think that's like 50 years I've been... So you can't change it now. What would be the point? <laughs> Unless saying. I remembered some... Unless you got some more information. If I had some lost memory that suddenly popped into my skull, I suspect the story's not going to change. Well, let's hope it was life from another planet. That would be cool. Well, we just never know. We don't know right now. We're... We don't know. Somebody knows something. Might be the other race from another planet. It might just be other earthlings from another planet. It could well, be other humans from a different planet. It could be. There's lots of possibilities. The astrophysicists have um, been posed the question of, is there life on other planets? And they've come back with an answer that said, that's the wrong question. And the, the right question is, when 
has there been life on other planets? Because the universe is so old that undoubtedly if it happened and, and so huge and so diverse in terms of lots of places, lots of spaces, lots of stars, that different certainly... Different universes, not just stars. Different galaxies. Yes, different, different galaxies. Different solar systems. Yep. That they're certainly in the history of the creation, thinking of the current theory that there's a Big Bang that's the origin of everything, that it's not a matter of is there. The question is, when has there been other life? And then you can start to explore the scientific possibilities about what is the other life like. Cool. Yeah, I think it's cool. I feel extraterrestrial out of this world. You are out of this world, <laughs> Lois. You are oh, indeed. Denbo. All right, darling. Well, this has been a wonderful chat on a Sunday evening. Thank you for entertaining me. Well, thank you for entertaining me. And I've really enjoyed all the extra time that we've been able to spend together this past week. Uh, the extra time, but no extraterrestrials yet. That's right. <laughs> but we've enjoyed each other's company immensely. And tomorrow I'm going to be going to work, like in person. So I'm kind of excited. Well, and I'm going to teach my class from the hotel tomorrow. Oh, you are? Yeah, I listened to your comments last week while I was um, just listening. And you mentioned something about how you thought I needed to walk around more I do. during my classes. So I, yeah, I think made a reservation to. for tomorrow. Yeah, I think I think if you can stretch your legs more during the day, it would be good. Yeah. All right, darling. Well, have a good night. Oh, I will. Cause I you're, love you. I love you. Because you're in it. It's going to be a wonderful night. I love you, Dempo. As long as I get some sleep. Okay. Kisses. Oh, I love it when you lean in like that.